Jason in embracing the Bethlehem Elder Affirmation of Faith and inviting Tom Schreiner and me to be a part of your installation, you have signaled your theological and ministerial lineage. The trademark of this lineage is an apostolic expression in 1 Timothy 1.11, where Paul says, I have been entrusted with the gospel of the glory of the blessed God. The phrase, the gospel of glory, occurs, as you know, in one other place, and you chose that text to be read, 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. The gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God. So, the gospel of the glory of the blessed God is the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Which I take to mean that the glory of God finds its most magnificent expression in the acts which create the gospel namely, the death and resurrection of Jesus. The final aim of all things, Paul says in Ephesians 1, is the praise of the glory of the grace of God. So the grace of God is the apex of the glory of God. That seems clear. And to the astonishment of angels, the apex of the grace of God is the slaughter of the Lamb of God. Worthy are you, glorious are you, beautiful are you to open the seals, for you were slaughtered. Amazing. So the apex of the glory of God is the grace of God, and the apex of the grace of God is the slaughter of the Lamb of God, and you have been entrusted with the gospel of the glory of the blessed God. You have accepted a call to a lineage and the lineage is the lineage of the gospel of the glory of the blessed God. So my charge to you, Jason, is that you will learn the depths and love the heights and live the holy joy of this lineage. That's my charge. And simply to inspire you in it and to clarify the bloodline of this lineage, I'm going to quote from 16 of its members. From Moses to Tom Schreiner. All right? So here we go. Moses. Heralding the word of God over the escaping Israelites, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they shall go in after them, and I will get glory over Pharaoh 
and all his host, and the Egyptians will know I am the Lord when I have gotten glory over Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. Job, bowing before the righteousness of God and letting God have the last say, will you condemn me that you may be in the right, Job? Have you an arm like God, and can you thunder with a voice like His? Adorn yourself with majesty and dignity. Clothe yourself with glory and splendor. David, soaring again and again and again in the Psalms with the greatness of the glory of the Lord God. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. The heavens are telling the glory of God. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are idols. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the earth. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Isaiah, proclaiming the jealousy of God for his unparalleled glory. I am the Lord, that is my name. My glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to carved idols. Bring my sons from afar, my daughters from the ends of the earth, whom I created for my glory. Ezekiel, warning Sidon, she's going to have to reckon with the all-glorious God. Behold, I am against you, O Sidon. I will manifest my glory in your midst. They shall know that I am the Lord. Habakkuk, with probably one of the greatest promises in all the Bible, the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Zechariah, drawing the Old Testament to a close with God's purpose to make his glory central. And I will be to her a wall of fire around her, declares the Lord, and I will be the glory in the midst of her. Jesus, teaching us to pray for the glory of God. Pray then like this, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, teaching us to live for the glory of God. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good deeds and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And then he himself raises Lazarus from the dead with omnipotent power and says, this illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God so that the Son of God may be glorified in it. And then in spite of his omnipotent power, he dies for the glory of God. The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. And what shall I say? Father, save me for this hour. For this purpose I have come to this hour, Father. Glorify your name. And then the voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. And finally, he prays the sweetest prayer with the deepest longings of his heart for his followers. Father, I glorified you on the earth, 
having accomplished the work you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory I had with you before the world existed. Father, I desire that they also may be with me where I am to see my glory. Paul, celebrating the missionary purpose of the coming of Jesus, he came to confirm the promises to the patriarchs and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, praying for the unity of the church, that together with one voice you might glorify God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, exhorting us to live for the glory of God. You were bought with a price. Glorify God with your body. Whether you eat or whether you drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And then making it clear that the glory of Jesus will redound to the glory of the Father, he says, God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. And every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. For from him... And through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever and ever. Peter, showing you, Jason, a text we use probably more than any other in that room downstairs before we preach, how to do it for the glory of God. Whoever serves, let him be as one who serves in the strength that God supplies so that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. John, over and over and over in the revelation. He loves us and has freed us from our sins. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Worthy is the lamb who is slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. To him who sits on the throne and to the lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. Augustine, not inspired, but in the lineage marking the most important day of his life, his conversion. O oh Lord, my helper and my redeemer, I shall now tell and confess to the glory of your name how you released me from the fetters of lust and from the slavery of the things of this world. John Calvin putting in one phrase the central aim of his life, to set before man as the prime motive of his existence zeal to illustrate the glory of God. Jonathan Edwards, in words unparalleled in their God-centeredness, all that is ever spoken in the Scripture as an ultimate end of God's work is included in one phrase, the glory of God. The refulgence shines upon and into the creature and is reflected back to the luminary. The beams of glory come from God and are something of God and are refunded back again to their original so that the whole is of God and in God and to God and God is the beginning and the middle and the end in this affair. Tom Schreiner. 
your mentor, whose life work and the greatest books and the greatest is yet to come are radiant with the heartbeat of this lineage. Hear your doctor father. God's purpose in all that he does is to bring honor to himself and to Jesus Christ. The New Testament is radically God-centered. We could say that the New Testament is about God magnifying himself in Christ through the Spirit. Redemptive history is fundamental to the grasping of the message of the New Testament. Still, God's ultimate purpose is not the fulfillment of his plan. He must have a purpose and an aim and a goal in such a plan. Here, the purpose of all, of all salvation history emerges. God works out his saving plan so that he would be magnified in Christ, so that his name would be honored. Thus, the most important thing in life is that God's name be honored and hallowed. The ultimate purpose for mission is the glory of God so that his name will be magnified among all peoples. End quote from Tom Schreiner. Jason, this is the legacy you have entered. This is the lineage you embrace, which brings us now to this present moment of your installation as pastor for preaching and vision of Bethlehem Baptist Church. In this installation, you embrace the Bethlehem Baptist Church elder affirmation of faith unwaveringly. And in doing so, you not only affirm that you will make the glory of God in Christ your highest ministerial aim, but you also embrace the truth that this goal is reached in the God-centered joy of this people. You will be workers with them for their God-centered joy. So I end by quoting the last member in the lineage, the elder affirmation of faith, on that issue. Paragraph three. We believe that God from all eternity in order to display the full extent of his glory for the eternal and ever-increasing enjoyment of all who love him, did by the most wise and holy counsel of his will, freely and unchangeably ordain and foreknow whatever comes to pass. Paragraph 4. Having no deficiency in himself, nor moved by any incompleteness, his joyful self-sufficiency, in his joyful self-sufficiency, God was pleased in creation to display his glory for the everlasting joy of the redeemed from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. 
paragraph 12. We believe that the ultimate purpose of the church is to glorify God in the everlasting and ever-increasing gladness of worship. Paragraph 14. We believe that the end of all things in, the, in this age will be the beginning of a never-ending, ever-increasing happiness in the hearts of the redeemed as God displays more and more of His infinite and inexhaustible greatness and glory for the enjoyment of His people. Therefore, once more, my charge to you, Jason, is that you learn the depths of this lineage and that you love the heights of this lineage and that you live the holy joy of this lineage because you have been entrusted with the gospel of the glory of the happy.